What's up, everyone? This is James Quilty, and welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Your Faith podcast. So today I wanted to talk about how do you succeed in a world that is completely against you, that it seems like every time you turn, the world wants you to fail. So we're going to talk about that today. So let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith Podcast. So when I was growing up, I loved the movie Star Wars. And when it first came out, I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. And whenever I had free time, I was always pretending to be Luke Skywalker because in the movie, he was the hero. He had courage. He had no fear. He was going after the Darth Vader and he wanted to take down the Empire and um, allow the the, the rebellion to be, uh, be free. Right. And, and so that was the, uh, the persona that was the person that I wanted to emulate. And it wasn't until, you know, years and years later when I started uh, training people to, to be healthy, I became a personal trainer and, you know, I started, you know, working with people to get them to lose weight. But I, I always, uh, ran into this problem that I was able to get people results for a short time and then people would eventually always revert back to their old habits right and and follow me there's there's a, a reason why i'm telling you this right and um, i couldn't figure it out it was like always taking two steps forward taking three steps uh, three steps back and i couldn't figure it out and it wasn't until recently that i was uh, working with with somebody that this uh principle actually popped out at me and I was finally able to answer that question and start utilizing that and putting this principle into practice to start getting people long-term results. And Paul kind of talks about this and in uh, Colossians chapter 3 uh, verse 9 he says, do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So what is he saying? He's talking about the old man and the new man. And when we first come to Christ, we talk about, okay, so you have crucified, you have you know, basically put to death all of those things that you did in that previous life. And now you have a new life. And so now you have a life in Christ, right? And so how does that relate to what I was doing uh, when I was younger, pretending to be uh, Luke Skywalker? Well, it has everything to do with identity. 
And if you want to succeed in this world where, you know, everything is is dark and everything is coming against you and everything wants you to fail, how are you able to succeed? It all comes down to your identity. And this was the revelation that I had working with people wanting to to lose weight. And the reason why uh, people would get results for a short period and then revert back to their old habits all came down to identity. Uh, and there's there's a research that was done, it was fascinating, that says that we as humans will never do anything that is uh, incongruent with the beliefs that we have of ourselves. Basically, the image or the identity that we have taken on. Um, so kind of putting it into uh, simple terms, if you are overweight, you will never get into shape and you will never be healthy um, if you don't change your identity. So most of us have an image of ourselves, right? And we don't even realize it because we have adopted it and we have been operating you know, based upon that image for so long that it's become natural. So when you want to do something that's outside of that belief system, you're always going to fall back to your, you know, your current program. Or, you know, just like, you know, in your computer, you know, we always have these updates with these new operating systems. Well, we're trying to do, you know, uh, bigger and better things, but we're still operating off of the old operating system, right? So going back to my example of health, if you want to be healthy, you have to, you have to uh, put on that identity of a healthy person. You can't have that, uh, uh, that identity Um, of an overweight person and expect to take the steps necessary in order to be healthy, which is why you always revert back because you have that image in in your mind. It's the same thing what Paul was trying to communicate uh, in Colossians was that you're not that old person. Don't lie. Don't do those old habits that you did before. Why? Because we took that old person, that old identity, and we've crucified that to the cross. Now we have that new identity in Christ. And so now when you put on the new man, that new identity, which is person of righteousness, person of authority, person that has the, um, the, the, the power that was given to him uh, you know, through Christ, now you can operate a different way. And here's the thing, if you want to succeed in your life, and if you also want you know, the people around you, your children, your family, you want them to succeed, the very foundation is, is you have to develop a new belief system. And so um, I relate that, especially uh, today, I was listening to a news report, and they were talking about um, you know, identity politics, which is, is kind of you know, funny with you know, the terminology that they're using. But why is everyone so quote unquote confused, right? You know, it's uh, I am non-binary or I'm not a man now. I want to identify as a woman or, you know, I don't, you know, identify as any gender or anything like that. What are they really saying? Well, these people are taking on a new and different identity. And so they are acting in accordance to what they see themselves and their belief system. And so it's interesting because you know, if you're trying to do something that is outside of what you uh, believe, then you're never going to be able to accomplish it. And so what I wanted to do when I was a kid, what did I want to do? I wanted to be courageous. I wanted to be the hero. I wanted to be able to defeat evil. So I was pretending to be Luke Skywalker. I was taking on that identity. And it's interesting that if you watch children, they do all of this, all of the things that we're talking about in the scriptures, they do it naturally, right? And it seems like the older that we get, 
the world just stomps that out and it tries to replace their philosophy and their uh, way of thinking into us. And so now uh, we run into this problem that we want to serve Christ, but we still have the old identity of the world. If you don't handle your identity first, you will never be able to do anything um, outside of your current operating system. You won't be able to do the things that Jesus said. You'll be able to do things what, um, he said, you know, you'll be able to do this and even greater things. You will not be able to do that unless you adopt the identity of Christ. All right. And um, in uh, Luke chapter 10, uh, verse uh, 19, it's Jesus says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be, uh, well, uh, sorry, I lost my place. And uh, nothing shall be any means hurt you or by any means hurt you. Nothing will hurt you, right? <laughs> sorry, I kind of messed that up a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to try and read the scriptures and not like bump the microphone. <laughs> so um, I apologize. I kind of messed that scripture up. But what was Jesus, what was he saying in that, uh, in that, uh, that passage? He was telling his disciples, listen, I've given you this authority. You have the power, right? And so nothing is going to hurt you. You have the ability to overcome all of the things that the enemy is going to throw at you. He was giving them a new identity. He was changing their old belief systems. He was crucifying the old self of what they were before he told them to follow me. Does that make any sense? Are you getting that? And so when I finally realized that um, and I started to apply that to uh, my um, health and wellness, uh, you know, coaches or I mean uh, clients, I should say. Then they started getting results, and they started, you know, taking the actions that were necessary. And it wasn't them just taking a few and then going back and then coming up and saying, "Well, I'm just not disciplined," or you know, "I just, you know, this is just too hard for me." They weren't saying those things because we identified the root problem, which was how they looked at themselves. And it was really, uh, really fascinating because, um, and I give God, you know, the glory, uh, you know, he was the one that inspired me and helped lead me down this path, even though I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I was just like hearing my spirit. I was like, okay, I'll just go ahead and, and, and try this. Okay, I'll do this. Um, but I came up with this, you know, this really simple thing that, uh, that w helped my clients kind of change their belief system, right? And it was whenever they were presented with an option of them doing the old habits instead of them doing the healthy habits, all I said was, is I, I just want you to ask yourself an honest question, all right? And so, for example, if they uh, hadn't had lunch and they were going, they had needed to get something and they're running to another meeting and they went into a convenience store, right? And instead of, you know, grabbing like the salad and a water, um, they were presented with grabbing like, you know, chips or, you know, some like, you know, cookies or something like that. Um, all I told them was, I just ask yourself, what would a healthy person do? And it's as simple as that. Just ask yourself a question, right? Now, did they always make the right choices? No, not always. But at least it was getting them to start thinking and it was getting them to start applying that principle that Paul was talking about, about, hey, don't do this. You're not that old person. 
Put on this new identity because this is who you are right now. And this is the steps that this new person takes, right? And so Jesus doing the same thing. Isn't it amazing how the scriptures just all kind of meld together and they all complement each other? It's, you know, when I first started reading, I had the uh, belief that, this was just a book of rules and it was contradictory because it's telling me to do one thing, but then it says to do another thing. But that was my old uh, operating system. That was the belief system that I had from, you know, a people that I was friends with that didn't believe in Christ. And I was bringing that into my new walk. And when I finally started to distance myself from that old person, things started to change. And I really started to see the Bible as it really is. It is a book of principles. It is a practical uh, book of steps to take for you to have a uh, you know, joyous and successful life. It's not a book of rules and it's not a book of religion. But anyway, uh, but what uh, Jesus was telling his disciples in Luke 10 was he was giving them that new identity. He was saying, hey, listen, you want to be like, well, he didn't really say this, but this is just my commentary. You want to be like Luke Skywalker? Because Luke Skywalker will be able to do all this stuff. You have that ability to do that. And Darth Vader is never going to be able to, to hurt you, right? Does that make any sense? Right? Does, I know that sounds, sounds kind of funny, but I like using examples like that to bring the scriptures into um, in, into our common uh, way of you know, living, into our common way of thinking. And that's what's so beautiful about the scriptures when you start looking for the underlying meaning that Jesus was trying to get at when he was speaking these words. So if you want to finally succeed, you don't want to keep running and doing the same things over and over and over again and then end up being like, Paul, like, why do I do the things I know that I shouldn't? Why don't I do the things that I know that I should? And it all comes back to your identity. It comes back to the belief system or the story that you're telling yourself of who you truly are which again goes with faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You need to get into the scriptures. You need to find these passages and you need to speak them. You need to talk about them. You need to actually do them, right? But before you can ever take any action, you first have to uh, adopt that belief system. And sometimes it's going to be kind of hard, right? And so what I would... um, what I would give to you as a simple tool, when you are faced with a challenge and you uh, going back to that old person or that old way of thinking or that old way of doing things, just simply ask yourself, what would Jesus do? What would the king of kings do in this place? Now, are you going to uh, do it correctly all the time? Absolutely not. And that's what grace is for. But you know what? The more that you ask yourself that question, the more he's going to bring you towards the path of righteousness of where he wants you to go. And you're going to start seeing the fruits and the results of those choices more so than how you've uh, been operating instead of always reverting back to that old person. You simply have to start um, you know, thinking in terms of Christ. And the best way that I've come up with is simply asking that question. And it, it, and it applies to any area of your life. You want to get healthy? Ask yourself when you're presented with that choice and you know, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to get up. What would a healthy person do? And it'll always lead you. And now you're going to be presented with a choice. And I'm here to tell you, sometimes you're going to say, "Uh, I don't want to do that. And that's okay. And I get that. 
Because you know what? When you're learning to do something new, you're going to make mistakes. It's not going to be perfect the first time out, right? You're going to have to practice it. That's how you get good at anything. And we tell that to our kids all the time. But isn't it kind of funny that we don't take our own advice? I'm going to be the first one to raise my hand. I do that all the time, right? And that's why I love the grace that Christ gives us because he's like, I understand that it's going to be a little bit difficult. I understand that you've grown up in this environment and this is not how you are naturally inclined to move. We're naturally inclined to do the wrong thing because of the curse and the sin that we were born into. But Christ also gives us the tools to actually lead us down the path of righteousness, to lead us down a path of peace, to lead us down a path of results and success and um, joyfulness. Why? Because he knows that one, that is going to solidify his authority and it's going to actually um, cement our belief in him. But then also it is going to show people around us that Christ is real that the Bible is real, that his word is real, and it's not just a bunch of you know stories in a Bible to make us feel good. Does that make any sense? So that's all that I have for you. I hope you got some value out of that. Try that. The next time that you are presented with something, you just ask yourself that question, all right? Um, what would Christ do? Um, what would the uh, what would Christ do in this situation? All right? What would a healthy person do in this situation? You know, what would a... Um, a, a follower or a, a husband that or Christ-centered husband, what would he do? What would a Christ-centered wife do in this situation? You can apply that to anything, but the more that you do that, the more you'll be able to change your identity. Because keep this in mind, and I'm going to leave you with this. We will never operate outside of the belief system that we have. We will never be incongruent. So you want to change your actions, you need to first change your beliefs and your identity, and then the actions will follow. So I hope you got some value out of this. If you know of anybody that needs to hear this, please send that to them. Um, you know, this is uh, this this is not only for me to learn, but it's also to give uh, to the people of uh, of the of the faith to help them, to give them the tools and the strategies in a practical way to apply to your life to live the life that God or Jesus died for us to have. Does that make sense? So you have an awesome day. And as always, I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.